everyone, Grant K here for the Flame Premium Learning Channel. This video will look at some of the story-centric workflows available to you in Flame Premium and Smoke Advanced. You should also check out the desktop-centric workflow video for complementary ways of working using the desktop. So here we have a sequence that was either conformed or edited in Flame Premium. For this video, that doesn't really matter. What does matter in this case is how you can work whilst considering the context of the edit or story. My sequence is currently in the media library where I store and manage my datasets like I used to with the clip library. Being in the timeline view, you can visualize any clips in the media library as a timeline. Please note that the green tab for the player as well as the timeline view give you the source clips location within the brackets. So in this case, the currently selected clip is in the library. However, the typical way of working with the application is to copy your clips to the desktop and make your changes there. I'll switch the viewing area to the reels by swiping the cursor and I will drag a copy into a reel in the desktop. You can drop directly to the reels or in the desktop section of the media panel. This now is my working version of the media while my original is safe in the media library. I'll select the copy in the reels. Now look at the green tab. The tab tells us that we are now looking at a source clip located on the desktop or reel. If this clip is mixed amongst loads of clips, just double-click on the tab and it will center the focused clip on its reel. If the media panel is visible, then the clip's location will also be exposed. As a reminder, to hide or reveal the media panel, hold CONTROL and swipe to the left or right of the screen. Now since we are looking at the story-centric workflow, we need to define some software concepts around a source clip and a sequence clip. This will affect both Flame Premium and Smoke Advance users on the editorial front. Every piece of media imported into your system is considered as a source clip. As a Flame Premium user, if you are simply splicing source clips together on a reel, then it is the same as before. However, when you're doing more focused editorial work, you need to explicitly define an editorial destination. This is the same fundamental concept of editing your source media into a timeline using a nonlinear editor. If you do any insert, replace, or overwrite editorial functions with the interface or hotkeys, the media needs to know where it is to be edited. So this brings in the concept of the sequence clip. A sequence clip is the editorial destination for all your editing. To open any source clip as a sequence, pick up the clip and drop it into the work area of the timeline view. You will be doing this when working with a conformed timeline or creating a timeline from scratch. All editorial operations, gestural or hotkey driven, will be focused on the active sequence. As a reminder, we are working with a sequence clip in the desktop area of the workspace and not the media library. As extra reassurance, by default, editorial operations on any clips located in the media library are disabled in the preferences.
So considering the source clip and sequence clip concepts I've mentioned, you use the Timeline view to look at the timeline contents of both source and sequence clips. Source clips will always be shown in the green tab. There is only one source tab at any given point and it cannot be closed or hidden. Sequence clips will always have a red tab. You can have multiple sequence clips open at the same time if required. Just drag the sources to the Timeline view and open them as sequence clips. To close a sequence, just click on the X on the respective tab. In terms of navigating the source clips and active sequences, there are a few hotkeys worth noting down. F5 will focus on the Timeline view. F6 will focus on the active source as well as selected in the reels. With the focus being on the source clips in the reels, you can press SHIFT LEFT or RIGHT ARROW to navigate the clips in the same reel as the current source clip. And if you have the media panel visible, you can also see the contents of each source clip simply by switching through the media panel. And finally, F7 will focus on the active sequence. Now I'll scrub the timeline to the shot I want to work on. Now at this point, there are quite a few approaches you can take to work on this shot. Let's first start with the traditional match and swap shot method. This is something flame artists have used for years and it's tried and tested. Starting in the Timeline view, the Timeline and Reels are all at the same level. You can see different but complementary views of your media at the same time. This introduces a variety of workflows as well as enhanced visibility of your source and sequence clips. This means that you have the Reels workflow as before but you now have the simultaneous ability to see the complexity of a multi-layered timeline. It will help a lot with general operations as well as spotting any sync errors. Let's uncollapse the clip. Please note that the timeline is always in perfect sync with the clip in the reel. Operating Flame Premium with the default horizontal reels will certainly help you understand this further. Using the navigational hotkeys, you can see how the timeline and reels keep in sync even when navigating transitions. This allows you to identify the first frame of any edit fairly quickly. In addition to this, you can use the Page Up and Page Down hotkeys to move the focus point between the layers. So the timeline and reels are designed to work together unlike previous versions. The timeline gives you the editorial complexity of the sequence, while the reel gives you the visual filter over the same media. The frames will update in the reel, allowing you to match out the layers you need for the composite. Another method for you to quickly identify shots is to use the storyboard view. Press space C and your clip will show the first frame of each segment that you can navigate to to identify material. Like previously, the Timeline and Storyboard view in the reel will stay in sync and will update regardless of which view you work in. The Match and Swap Shot method starts with extracting the shot or shots from the sequence. You have a few options depending on what you're going to do. 
navigate the sequence clip or press G and type the frame number you wish to navigate to. Press M and tap on the reel below. The matched clip is also shown in the timeline view. So this variation of match matches out the shot with handles and markers. Interestingly enough, if you have the same source already in the reel, when you press M to match, it will highlight the match source as well as align the matching frames. Let's look at another match method. Select the sequence clip again and use the up and down arrows to navigate the timeline to the first frame of a segment. Press ALT M and tap the next empty reel. This time, looking at the timeline view, this is the same shot but only the section between the in and out markers. All you care about is the actual content in the edit with no handles. The final match option we will talk about is Match Content. You use this option if you're matching footage used in transitions, containers, matte containers and batch effects clips. For example, you could match a source with its alpha if it was originally keyed in the sequence as a matte container. This is mapped to Space M. You choose which method you need on the job. I will use the clip with its handles to build my composite. Now drag the source clip into the batch working area. Press T and click on the source clip to set batch to the matching duration. Once again, in the interests of time, I'll drag out my setup from the custom node bin and connect it up. I have replaced a sign as well as added a vignette to the shot. Now let's set up the render output. Go to the batch node bin and drag out a render node. Add it to the node tree and look at its properties. Set the destination to desktop. Remember to press T and click on the source clip to copy its attributes to the upcoming render. Also press N and click on the source clip again to copy the name to the rendered result. I'll just also amend the name to identify my comped version. Now let's render this out. Switching back to the timeline view, you can see the result in the batch render reel. You can have many reels on the desktop which could be confusing, so I will only show the two reels with the batch renders and sequence. With or without the timeline view on display, select the rendered clip and press ALT OPEN SQUARE BRACKET to go to the in marker frame. So we're ready to do the swap shot. You could navigate the sequence to the first frame using the hotkeys. Or you could switch to the storyboard view on the reel using SPACE C. Scroll the clip in the reel or press the up and down arrow to navigate the shots in the sequence. With the sequence clip selected, press SPACE S to enable swap shot. The cursor asks you to pick the front replacement. Just click the matching frame of the composited clip. A not so obvious bonus with swap shot is that if you already have a timeline effects on the shot, say a color correction for instance, swap shot will replace the media underneath the timeline effects and not overwrite the effect. 
So even if you have head and tail frames, using a combination of the real storyboard viewer and markers, Swapshot is very efficient and quick to perform. However, with Flame Premium and Smoke Advanced, there are a couple alternative methods that you may want to try as opposed to just using Swapshot. Visually, it's more editorial based, but it does have its advantages. I'll undo the swap shot operation so that we have the original in the sequence. Ensure Ripple is off to prevent media shifting unnecessarily in the sequence. Now pick up the clip and drag it into the timeline view. The phantom segment shown is based on the in and out markers and not the entire segment. So you just line it up and drop it over the old clip. Done. However, being able to iterate is so important to finishing. So instead of overwriting the original or previous versions, you could just drag the new rendered clip just above the edit and create a new track to manage the new version. You can now use page up and page down to move the focus point between the different versions. You can see that the versions update in the player and in the reels as you navigate the clip. So you can stick to the previous method of just working in the reels, or you can mix and match that with a bit of editorial. There is no right way or wrong way with matching and swapping shots. Now both Flame Premium and Smoke Advance users have the advantage of using tools like Batch outside the timeline to perform desktop-centric work and even create things from scratch. But now the question arises. If you're working on a shot in the context of a sequence, can you just work directly in the sequence without matching it out? The answer is yes. Flame Premium and Smoke Advanced give you lots of options to work both in and out of context of the sequence. Coming next, we'll look at another story-centric workflow using BatchFX clips in the sequence. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Premium Learning Channel for future videos.